Amen. I thought it was tough being at my uncle's house and only house that I've ever been in my lifetime didn't have a commode in it. Amen. I thought, oh, Lord, what happens right here? Amen. I remember a time you didn't have Charmin. Amen. I remember that. Sometimes, you know, we got to think about our blessings. Kate sang that song earlier. Boy, we got to think about what God's done. done. Let, me, let me read to you what the psalmist David said. You don't think David didn't go through some things. He sure did. He went through some trying times. He's the one that prayed for his son to live. Son didn't live. He's the one that come out and they seen David sitting there. I say this a lot of funerals a lot of times. And David had prayed and fasted just like you have. You, you asked God to help you, to, you know, get you out of a situation. I guess the Lord just says, no, I want you to keep going through. I want you to get, I want you to get through that. I, 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 you know, I want you to be toughened up. There's a lot of things going to come in life. I remember Brother Leon, the song that Johnny Cash had said, my name is Sue. How do you do? <laughs> Yeah, Donovan, he gave him that name, make him tough. He knew when he went to church, uh, school, everybody going to pick on him. And he told him, I gave you that to make you tough. God does that thing sometimes. Gets us ready for life. Gets us ready for situations we're going to go through. Psalm 124. It said, if it had not been for the Lord that was on our side. Even in 2021, if we just take that one year just all by itself, I'm just talking about me. I know I, because I went through. I, went, I know thoughts that I had. I know, I know it seemed like what the devil had to offer me, Sister Connie. I wonder sometimes when people are in some maybe shape that they're in, just like I get in things I get in, I wonder who put me in them. I wonder was it just the company? I just said a big word, Johnny. I wonder was it the company I was keeping? Word of God is going to have something to say about that today. I heard a man say one time, a daddy said to his son, if I want to know what kind of man you are, I'll just go find out who you hang around with. That's right. The Bible's got something to say about all this. Ain't that something? Man, I boy, I could say more. I don't want to choke that thing. If it had not been for the Lord that was on our side, now may Israel say, look, it's going to say it again in verse 2. If it had not been for the Lord that was on our side, the Lord was on your side when you was lost and on your way, and I was on my way to a devil's hell, the Lord, Brother Billy Lemons, was on our side all that time. The Bible said it rained on the just and unjust. If you plant a patch of marijuana right down the road from cotton, it'll probably get some rain on it also. And we as church folks don't need to forget how lost we was one day. We, we need to go to thinking about the mindset that we had. We need to think about when we hang around people that hadn't been filled with the Holy Ghost of God, we ought to understand why they're saying what they're saying. We shouldn't leave their car and say, I can't believe they said that. Because when we was lost and undone, that's the way we talked. If it had not been for the Lord that was on the side. When men rose up against the sea, we're living in society. Sometimes we think, well, now, you know, it seemed like there's somebody always talking about my stuff. Well, I tell folks, you ain't as popular as what you think. You ain't as popular as what you think. Ain't everybody sitting around talking about you. 
They may have one day. They may have had for a couple days, but you ain't near as popular as what you think. It ain't going to take them long. That's what they do. They sit around and talk about everybody because they're so miserable. But long as you know mm, that you've got a God that ain't going to leave you, he ain't never going to be apart from you. Yea, though I walk through the valley of a shadow, of death, even when I'm going through a shadow, Brother Bobby Stokely, it's just going to be a shadow because the Bible says to be active from its body. When I take my last breath here, I'm going to take my first breath over there. Somebody now. To know that he ain't never, ever left me and he ain't never, ever going to leave me and he ain't going to forsake you. You in this house lost and undone without gigs. It's just like I was before I was 27 years old and the Lord should have never gave me a chance to be saved. He came to me time and time again, Ed. He should have never held out. I wouldn't have held out for nobody. If you'd have come out many times to help me and I'd have turned you down, you wouldn't have stayed with me. I wouldn't have stayed with you. If I'd have come and loved you like God come and loved me, how he made it just as clear as clear could be, Eddie, you're headed to a bridge that's plumb out and you're going to lose your life. And I'd walk out of that place lost and undone without Jesus when men rose up against me. Let me tell you something. The Bible said, don't you fear the one. Man, is that all you got? Huh? Is your little lie, is your little rumor, is your little truth about what I done five days ago? I'm going to tell you something. You get to reading that word and hide that thing, stuff it down in your heart, and you get a hold of what Paul said, and he wrote like 13 books of that New Testament, and he said, this one thing I do. You know, we search the scriptures a lot of times and we learn so much and we get so educated and we like somebody to come, Brother Randy, and tell us something. We leave saying, oh my, wasn't that just so prophetic? Well, let me just give you something prophetic. Paul said, he said, one thing I do. What's behind me, I put behind me. There ain't nobody going to go through this day without any sin in their life. There ain't nobody going to go through this day probably without thinking some bad thought. There ain't one body going, somebody going to go through this day, maybe even go in Walmart or whatever and think, well, I don't really like them or whatever. You got all in your heart against somebody. The Bible said in 1 John, if you say you do, you're lying and you make the Bible a lie. That's why his grace has got to show up every morning. I meet with a group of men and it's one thing they're decided they want to meet me. They said, Brother Eddie, we don't want to walk over in 2022 with that baggage we've been carrying in 21. And I want to tell you by the grace of God, God will let you today, if you'll confess your sins, he said, I'm faith and just to forgive you. You ever had to go by somebody and say, man, I was wrong? That's why I was trying to tell you when you come in, you, I was wrong. Man, I tell you, I'll pick on my brother-in-law. He has to take it. I done got high on Wednesday night. We done got around and got high. Man, the Holy Ghost of God done got good. I done finished preaching. You know how you'll look outside, Sister Renee, and, and it'd been raining, and somebody say, Brother Donovan, they said, is it still raining out there? I said, no, it's, I think it's misting a little bit. 
that old Holy Ghost mist was still on me. <laughs> old Bill was down the aisle and jumped up all and I was like, man, ain't you excited? Ain't you excited about what the Lord done? Paul said, one thing I do, no matter what you did wrong five minutes ago, God ain't living in your five minutes ago. God ain't living in your yesterday. God ain't living in your five years ago. God ain't living in your prison sentence. God ain't living in when you was young and what you done. Now, David, you know better than this. Anybody run for politics, you better watch it. They'll, they'll drag something up on you when you was two and a half. You throw the baby bottle in the floor. God don't do that. When you woke up this morning, God's arms are stretched wide open, brother Al. He said, my name is God. My name ain't Eddie. My name ain't Kenneth. My name ain't Rebecca. My name ain't Cole. My name is God. I'm, a, I'm the God that come to take away the sins of the world. Any sin you done committed, I come to take it away. I come to lay it upon me. I've got your sin. Sin is not gonna, what's gonna keep people out of heaven. Sin was paid for on the cross of Calvary over 2,000 years ago. Your wrongs. Your wrongs. Boy, I tell you what, if I had some group of people there, they would hate that. I want to tell you something that's bigger than your sin. It's prophetic. It's so prophetic, you normally have to go to seminary school about 110 years to grab a hold of this thing. Probably 110 years ago, I ain't, ain't going to be enough. It's prophetic. It said when sin abounds. Woo-hoo. Somebody now, come on now, y'all ain't this dead. Y'all didn't get this drunk New Year's night. Y'all still got a little left in you. It said when sin abounds, grace does the more abound. Thank God for the grace of God. You go back to a time, you know for a fact, you gave God everything. You trust him for everything. You did something plumb crazy. You done wept in your heart. God, I'm sorry. I'm on my way to a devil's hell. You're the only one can save me. And by faith, you believe that God saved you. I come to tell you, you can't out sin grace. If it did, everyone in this house is dying going to hell. Don't you lie to yourself. God sent me this morning when he woke me up, my eyes come up. I thought about over in Revelation. He said, I set before you an open door. You done used it. Everybody in this room done used it. Since the time you done got saved, you done used it. When you had a bad thought, you done used it. I'm not telling you to take a grace credit card and go out there and just have yourself a good time, but I'm telling you that God's a God that he knew you. When he saved you, he knew you. He knew what he was got to do for you. He knew he'd got to cradle you. Matter of fact, when I got saved at 27, I won't tell you what I told God. He was reaching down, squeezing on my heart, massaging my heart. So, boy, I love you. I want to save you. I remember when I stretched my hands toward heaven, Brother Jason. I said, Lord, if you want to save me, I want to be saved. If you're so merciful that you want to save me, I want to be saved. Out of my mouth, I remember what I told Brian, the Lord. But I'm going to be a full-time job. And I want to let you know you're a full-time job for God. God said, be holy as I'm holy. We ain't arrived yet. We will arrive. I tell you what, I, I believe we ain't sinless, but I believe we'll be sinning less. And as I told them Wednesday night, you, for, for somebody to know how saved you are, they'd have to know how lost you was before you got saved. 
Now, that ought to feel good to somebody. It sure feels good to me because it's the truth. But David said, if it had not been for the Lord is on my side, and here we are in 2022, and the biggest thing we worry about in life is what somebody, that the best that they could have done is been saved by the grace of God. And what's got them down today is word about what man has rose up against them. It'll clean a church house out. It'll change. It'll change everything in life. You don't need to be worrying about what man can say about you. All we need to worry about is we need to worry about there's a God in heaven and he loves us and he's always going to love you. He ain't going to ever change love you. He's going to take care of you. He's going to stay with you. Very person will say, I can't believe they done that. If that screen could fall down and every bad thought that you had this week, everything that you've done that you wouldn't have wanted God to do. You ever seen that Duracell? I'm going to be through. I ain't got to have but five more minutes. You ever seen that Duracell battery thing when a man's got his leg broke and he's sitting in the recliner and his wife and his mom and dad-in-law's coming through the door and he got some old junkie Revac battery or something, I don't know what you call them things. Look at it, it wasn't that Duracell. But look at it, he went to pushing on it. It was a movie he wasn't supposed to be watching. Maybe it was something bad on or whatever. And look at it, none of it, he couldn't get it to work. Oh, let me tell you something. God says, who is it that's judging you? He said, wait a minute, if I ain't badly mistaken, Jesus saying, if I'm not badly mistaken, isn't it I that hung and died on the cross, took all the sin of of humanity upon itself. I'm going to tell you something. A church house that we meet at, it may not never be that way here in Brownsville, Tennessee, because one of the things that will not go to heaven is unthankfulness. You know why them seats is, you know why them seats is empty? You know why they're empty every time we meet? It's because people that will look you in the face just like that, just like you would look me in the face and you ought to if you saved and redeemed and you say, there's one thing I know that I'm going to heaven. There's one thing I know that's written in that book. You may say, well, ain't no liars going to be in heaven. Have you ever lied? We can go through all the things that we think so bad ain't going to be in heaven. <laughs> You better learn how to shout down here. You better fake it. Let me tell you something. You pray to God. Look here. If you pray to God, he'll understand. Say, God, I wasn't raised this way. You better get. You better shut the door. Look out in the driveway. Ain't nobody out there running there and practice a little bit. Do something. You better be getting primed up because I'm going to tell you something. When we get to glory and we see Jesus, Sister Brenda, face to face and all of the loved ones come to gather us up. Oh, my Oh, my, won't that be a hallelujah meeting? I, I'm sorry. I ain't got no Presbyterian message for you today. David said, if it had not been for the Lord that was on my side, when men rose up against us, then they had swallowed us up quick. They would have got you. Ain't it somehow people can sit around? They think they're going to destroy you with their tongue. They ain't got no credibility. Somebody asked me about a heathen the other day. He'd been to their church. I said, he ain't worth the bullet to shoot him with. Comes in your door, dial 911. Get him out of there. Can't do that. I've got a lady in my church that's got two pistols. 
I'll send her over to help you out. My goodness, man. I mean, people think by their mouth they're going to destroy you. They can't do nothing to you when the blessings of the Lord is upon you and God's peace is upon you, God's understanding is upon you. You know that the word of God said, beware when all men speak well of you. Matter of fact, you spoke to the house of enemies. I remember Brother Tim get up there and preach and said, Brother Eddie, I'm just too nice. I've got to have more enemies. The word of God. You know what God said? He said, I didn't come and put your family together. He said, this is I have, Brother Randy. It'll cause division. It don't matter who you are. You, you can have the best brother in the world. You do something wrong. You think I need some understanding. And the Bible said we got to be wise as a serpent, but harmless as a dove. Somebody, my brother-in-law here can come to me and say, let me tell you something, you ain't going to hear it, but you was wrong. We're having Christmas breakfast in the morning. You think I'm going? No. I ain't going. I don't want that thing cutting on me. No, the Bible, the Bible is truth. And the Bible said we ought to sharpen one another. And we, we go to sharpen one another. That's where I said that natural man can't stay. Never. He never has been able to stay. Because the carnal mind is not subject to the things of God. The Bible said, neither indeed can be. Now, let me try to read this. All I got to do is read Psalm 124. Jimmy, what's giving me such a hard time? Watch it. Amen. I just want to see if everybody's smiling. It looked like everybody in the house smiled. <laughs> well, praise God. Then they had swallowed us up quick. Y'all remember when we started the church up on... Up in town, they said, they ain't going to be there long. They're not going to be there long. When their wrath was kindled against us, then the waters had, gone, had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. You said, Brother Eddie, what, what's all that talking about? If you ain't been through things in life already, if you ain't done, done something wrong, And then somebody comes and said, listen, I, I, I like a, James, you in the house? James Barker? I thought I might have seen him. He, he, he's sickly. He was sick the other night. James Barker, big, big daddy, BJ. <laughs> One of his favorite sayings was, he said, you my dog if you don't never run a rabbit. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, it's something just somebody going to love you. Somebody's going to love you when you make a mistake. The Bible said the Spirit of the Lord, it said that same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of us. I'm going to tell you something. You ain't going to have many friends. They'll be fair weather. But what about when you done done something wrong? Who's that person going to grab you by the arm and say, come on, walk with me. Just, I want to walk with you. I want to ride around with you today. So let's go around the court square. Let's let the window down. Let, let's hang a hand out. Let's wave at some folks when we go by. That's what Jesus is going to say. He said, Lo, I'm with you always, even until the end of the world. I'm trying to tell you today, hey, you may think you're okay. You're the lost, it's one in a house. You may think you don't need this word. You're the deaf, it's one in a house. Faith coming by hearing, you won't leave here once you ever hear anything that God got to say. I don't care if it's John 3, 16. 
If you hear it, faith cometh by hearing. If I was preaching John 3.16, you hear it today. Adrian Rogers said every time he hears John 3.16, it's in a new way that's never been before. Because the Bible says the gospel of God won't return void. It says, so when men rose up against us, when the water would have overtaken me. Isn't it something? If you've got one somebody in your life that you can do wrong, let me tell you what the Bible says. The Bible says if it be one that's overtaken in a fault, it says you that are spiritual, restore them. When you run into them, that they look at you, they don't see no condemnation. They don't see no wrong. And they saying, look, if it had not been for the Lord that was on my side, that's what David said. That was his message. He was saying to the whole world, don't worry about what you're going through. I'm telling you, if it had not been for the Lord that was on my side. Oh, David chosen after God's own heart. I don't have to tell you about it, do I? He walked out on the balcony one night, just like you would have. He said he looked off that balcony, he seen a lady, and she was maybe bathing or something, and said she was a woman of beauty. He got himself in some trouble. That was bad enough. But then it got so far, as people say, sin will carry you further than you want to go, it'll keep you long, you want to stay, and it'll cost you more than you want to pay. And so what happens is sometimes when we make that initial mistake, not being in the house of the Lord, I'm going to say, I don't care how bad it gets. If you rob the bank, come to church next Sunday. <laughs> Brother Al, I remember down on East Main, the police cars were sitting across the road on the hill, pointed down the hill, Brother David, and they knew that every bad somebody in town was going to be in our church. I remember this lady saying, Brother Eddie, would you walk outside with me? She said, they're outside and they're going to arrest me when I get outside the building. I said, I'd be glad to walk with you out the door. I've been in court with people that went to this church and they say, Brother Eddie, don't come. I said, I'm just not going to love you when you're innocent. I love you when you're guilty. I don't care. I'm your pastor no matter what. I remember coming to Brother David right there, and I ain't going in the store about some people. He was going to be their attorney. He'd done a wonderful, wonderful job. And I was trying to tell him, no matter what you think about these two ladies, let me tell you some good qualities they got. I could call on them at any time. They're going to be faithful in the house of the Lord. The world looks at them maybe like they're crazy. But I'm telling you, these two women right here, I could call on them. They'll stay all night. I remember one time we had a funeral for somebody and they needed a lot of help. So I think one of the ladies said, now we're going to have to dress up a little bit, you know. Make sure you wear something good, you know. Wear something whatever. Look here. They dressed up. They had a little bow tie and black pants and white shirt. You thought they was in the most eloquent restaurant there was in the world. They worried people death trying to pour tea in the glass. You sure you don't need some more? Just lean them over the whole time. Let me tell you something. God's a God. He loves you. He don't care about your past. He cares about how you got up this morning, what you decided to get up this morning. And it's my prayer. In 2022, we starting off another year because I've got some friends that I've been meeting with and they've been telling me some things that they've been hanging on. Brother Eddie, we don't want to carry it out in the next year. There ain't nobody that don't need to lay aside that weight that's so easily been besetting them. 
God ain't been first in your life. You ever have a time you was closer to God than you are right now? There was a time you was more faithful to God than you was right now? There was a time that you witnessed the folks more than you did right now? I'm going to tell you what you are. You're in a backslidden condition. And the further you just get to disobeying God, there'll be somebody there to help you get a little bit further. But I'm going to tell you something. There ain't nobody that can't get in your way because in Revelation, he said, I set before you an open door. There'll never be nothing that you'll ever do bad enough. There'll be nothing that me and you'll think, my word, this is so bad. This is so bad. Not at the cross, it ain't. Because at the cross, we got a God that loved us. At the cross, we got a God that died for your sin. We got a God that will forgive you and cleanse you from all. Oh, let me try to read some more. David said, if it had not been for the Lord, the Lord is on your side. I've, I've almost, I can't, Brother Billy, bless his heart. He, he's like me. God done blessed him and he put on a weight like I have. I remember a time he was light and Chad, I could tote him. And I'd, I'd grab him and I'd put him on my shoulder. I remember being right there. I'd grab him. I'd, I'd put him on my shoulder and I'd walk with him with his feet off the ground. And I'd say, listen, this is the way the Lord said. He said, if the Lord hadn't been on my side, if the Lord hadn't been drawn nigh, if the Lord hadn't loved me so much, if you're lost in here today, God loves you. Whole lot of folks up there, they ready to condemn me. They do everybody that way. You're not that special. They do everybody that way. They talk about everybody that way. But we've got a God that he said, I'll stay closer than any brother you'll ever have. Let me try to finish right here. And it said, and then the waters had overwhelmed us. Have you ever been in a place in life that the waters like to got you? Don't you think you can't ever be there? Amen. I'm going to tell you what God says in his word. You know how to keep that from happening? Every time you make a mistake, which is going to be every day of your life. Yeah. The other night I'll tell this story. Wednesday night I was talking to Brother Johnny and I was sitting at the edge of the table. And Gwen was there and then Johnny was there. And so Olivia, every time we get ready to talk, Olivia, she would come in between me and him. We couldn't see one another. And he said, Olivia, get back where I can see. You know we're talking. And so she, she come back again. I know you can't believe that about Olivia, but she got a little fight in her. She come back again. She done the same thing. He bumped her back again. And when he come next time, I said, well, it's time for me to help him out. I said, come over here, Olivia. I grabbed Olivia. I just squeezed her up there so tight. I said, just stand right here. She said, oh, no. She said, oh, no. I said, oh, yeah. I just held her. I said, baby, we can't see one another talking. Now, I'm going to have to squeeze you up here. And I'm going to love you. She said, oh, my. And I just hugged on her and I just squeezed on her. That's the way God does you. When we get in the way of what he wants us to do, you know what he does? He don't push us off. He don't run us out of the church house. What he does, he just grabs us and he just squeezes us. And oh, I, I'm just going to love it out of you. Johnny said he got home and Olivia did a little something, Chris, and he said, come here. He grabbed her the same way. She said, oh, no. You're doing the same thing that Brother Eddie's doing. Oh, let me tell you something, God. 
Man will not never be to you what God can be to you. He, man can't walk out there and get you. Man don't know, know the, I'm telling you, but God in his loving arms in 2022, he's saying, let me tell you something. I didn't tell Paul to say that for no reason. I'm telling you this morning, what's behind you, you put behind you. You pick your head up. You walk high. You carry out your life. Don't you let nothing defeat you. Don't you say, well, I've done this and it's over. If that's the case, we well, might as well, Brother Al, just unscrew all the lights, cut all the electricity off and be done with it. But this is a place that we can come back and we can be restored and we can be loved on. Bible said, draw nigh to me and I'll draw nigh to you. When you get in trouble, don't run off. Run to God. Run closer to God. Hide more word in your heart. Talk to God more. Serve God more. And I'm so grateful today for people that's finally got a hold. The world don't have nothing to fix, nothing I got. And I'm going to tell you something, this preacher, I can tell you the world out there ain't got nothing to fix, nothing I got. But at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart was rolled away and it was there by faith that I received my sight and now I'm happy all the day. I can see it through the word of God now. I can plainly see <laughs> that God is a forgiving God and his love, the Bible said, he's a God that changeth not. Let me say it this way. Your, your, what don't change God? Your situation don't change God. I'm sorry. Well, I've done something and he probably don't love me no more. I pray and my prayers seem like they don't go above the ceiling the reason why you pray and your prayers don't go above the ceiling will not change what the Word of God said. He said, Lo, I'm with you always. The reason why your prayers don't go above the ceiling because that's where your faith's at. You already got your mind made up, Ed, that he's not going to hear me now. He heard you when you was lost. He heard you when you was on your way to hell. Whose prayer does he hear? A prayer being from a sincere heart. So, Lord, here I am again. Here I am again. Let me try to finish. Let me try to finish. And to make you feel better, I'm not going back and preaching that other chapter I was going to preach. I know you'll be glad. I'm about through. The waters had overwhelmed us. You know, Kathleen, I think about what you went through with your brother and family. I think about it. You know, there's a world of folks that ain't, ain't had to go through none of that yet. world of y'all, you still got your mother and daddy. Still got a granddaddy. I'm going to tell you something. You may have a granddaddy. Probably loves you more than anybody. If time rolls on and you still live, if it's like it most time is, people, probably most people that love just going to start leaving. Amen. You're not going to have them. You may not even have your mate. You may not even have your children. I know people that's lost their children. That's not the way it's supposed to go. Amen. Waters will overwhelm you. Won't it, Kathleen? It'll get tough. And I'm going to tell you something. Kathleen like, like saying, you know what? David's going to fix it. David's going to fix this hurt in my heart. And David's right there beside her. David, my husband, will fix this hurt in my heart. He'll fix it. But David would look straight at her and say, much as I love you, I can't fix that. 
But don't you let nobody get in your way but to God, to the throne room of God, and God will fix it. Watch this right here. The waters had overwhelmed us. The stream hath gone over our soul. If it had not been for the Lord, the proud waters would have gone over our soul. It says it again and said, Blessed be the Lord who hath not given us a prey to their teeth. Blessed be the name of the Lord like they're not going to eat you. They're not going to discriminate you. They're not going to finish you off. They're not going to eat you up. Ain't you ever heard? Said, so I'm going in there. <laughs> so, you may be a family reunion. You know, you got all together, whatever. Like, you know what I'm going to say, brother? I'm going to say, they can't eat me. Well, some people would probably try. And I'm, I'm stopping right here. It says, it said, blessed be the Lord who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul, our soul, Sister Pat, that belongs to the Lord, our soul. Everything else is going to decay one day. Enjoy it while you can. I was telling the young man back there a while ago, I've known him, I've known him a good while. I'm so glad he's here today. I said, man, I, I remember. We was just talking about, you know, I know he's looking at me like I, you might have got older since I've seen him. You know me. I was like, yeah, I know you. I was thinking, well, I was thinking about that 42 years old, BJ. I remember watching y'all up there playing softball. Y'all quit. I don't know why you quit, but I got a good idea. <laughs> I was older than you. I was like, boy, it wasn't long. I was out there. But I remember sliding across that base at Cape Campbell at 42. I got up and grabbed that bat that man left and walked that dugout. I said, look here, boys. I ain't getting down no more. <laughs> I'm not, it ain't happening, brother Larry. I mean, we was there. I mean, we done got out there so long, leg cramped and everything else. Man, you, you talking about some monkeys, you thought it was all monkeys. Man, we passing out bananas just like Coca-Colas. <laughs> Better eat you a banana. Woo! Time rolls on. The Bible says right here, if it had not been for the Lord's on my side, proud waters, blessed be the Lord who has not given us to a prey to their teeth. It said our soul has escaped as a bird out of a snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we are escaped. The snare is broken. God in his love, God in his peace, God in his forgiveness. It don't matter what you've done. It said the snare has been broken. We're escaped like a bird out of prison. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. We're just kind of doing our own thing. We're doing our own way. It says, but the, the snare has been broken. The latch has been broken. You ever been to a funeral lately? I'm still closing, Leon. I'm still closing. You hear me? I'm closing. I'm closing. And they bring them doves, them doves, and then just... Boy, they release that one. Boy, it flies off. It's talking about the dove that ascended, Holy Spirit of God, what the doves represent. And all of a sudden, the funeral home guy goes over and he, he opens that little door. Boy, here come that four or five more. That's the way God did us. He opened the door. The snare ain't there no more. I ain't got one more verse. You pray, I, I preach this and fast. I'm, I'm wanting to quit. They can start, if they'll start the invitation, I believe I can quit. Thank you, Sarah Beth. 
Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the founders. The snare is broken and we are escaped. The snare is broken. I remember preaching book of John. Memory's not good. About the gate called beautiful. I remember preaching for a sheriff here Melvin, when Melvin bombed the sheriff. I preached his ordination as a deacon they was having. And I remember preaching how Peter and John came up to the man that was begging with alms. I'd went back and asked the ladies. They'd got me a cup and something I could screw a top on. I was shaking because that's what the man at the gate called beautiful. He was, he was asking every day, can you help me? Can you put some money in my cup? Can you help me? He was cared for 30-something years, I think. He was, no, maybe, that was a guy's pool. But, that's, but look, he, he said, can you help me? And Peter and John come to that man and said, silver and gold, have I none? But what I have, I'll give to you. If I was to hand you that book right there, if I was to hand you that, you wouldn't know exactly what I done gave you, Brian. You know what I'm saying? I said, but I'll give you that. A Bible. I could get it anywhere. You're right. But where are you going to believe it at? If you believe all that word in that Bible, what's your last verse? Our help. It said, our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare out of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we are escaped. We are escaped. We are. While we're free, ain't we, Sister Renee? We sing it. Thank God I'm free, free, free from this world of sin. Been bought by the blood of Jesus. I've been born again. Like a bird out of prison who has taken his flight. Like a lost man of God who gave back his sight. Like a poor Richard beggar that found fortune and fame. And I'm so glad that I found out that he would bring me out and show me the way. The last verse said, Our help is in the name of the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Right quick before you go. A story they've heard around here, but some of y'all hadn't heard it. It was about a, it was about a, a young boy that was standing by the casket of his daddy. His daddy had passed, and someone was bragging on his daddy. He said, your daddy is a fine man. Matter of fact, several people come by. They was bragging on his daddy. He said, I bet your daddy never did anything to disappoint you. He was that, that kind of man. I, I know he was the best daddy. He said, you're right. My daddy was the best man in the world. He, he agreed with him. He said, but you know, I will tell you a story. He said, my daddy on graduation night led me to think I was going to get a brand new car. We went and looked at the car. He let me drive the car. He asked me would I take care of the car. And on graduation night, when he come across the field, I just knew that my daddy was going to hand me the keys to the car. And when my daddy walked across that field, what he handed me was a Bible. And he told that man, he said, it took me just a little bit to get over that. He said, but that's really about the only thing that my daddy ever did for me that kind of got me. But you're right, my daddy was a great, great man. After that young man, he went and they went to the cemetery and they buried his daddy and he got home. He got to think about it. He said, you know what? I need to find that Bible. And he went and found the Bible. When he found the Bible, he got it down. He was just looking through the Bible. And in the Bible, he seen some pieces of paper and an envelope. And he opened the envelope. And his daddy had told him when he gave him the Bible on the field, he said, son, I'm going to give you this Bible. 
And everything that you ever going to need in life ain't going to be at the banks, ain't going to be in the stock markets, ain't going to be in the big house and home. Everything that you're going to need in life will be in that Bible. And so the boy took the, he took the Bible down just looking through it. And in that Bible, Brother Leon, was the title to that car that Daddy promised him he would get. He never looked in the Bible. I'm going to tell you something. When you start looking in this Bible, when you start believing God's Word, these words, these scriptures, oh, if I told you a story right there, you can step it and reject it. But if I said something that's in this Bible, I want to tell you something that the Word of God is always the same yesterday and today forever. It'll change your life forever. And you won't leave here like you came. Let me tell you something. I don't care what's got you bound. I don't care what's got you tormented. I don't care what's got you chained. If you have faith... And what God says in his word, you will never be the same when you leave this place. I want to give you an invitation. He said, Brother Ed, I didn't come to get saved today. Well, I'm going to tell you something. This low-down preacher standing in front of you, when I got saved at 27 years old, I didn't go to church to get saved. I just went to church because my mother was worried if I was going to die and go to hell or not. And she done got to invite me to every church service and revival. They had it for a whole week. And I'm telling this real quick because I know you need to go. And on Sunday night, my sweet little mother called me. And she said, Eddie, we've had a great revival. I said, Mother, I would have come if I could. I lied to my mother. And I said, I would have come if I could. But I had something every night. I just lied. She said, well, son, you in luck. Becky, she said, you in luck, son. We're going to have a whole nother week. And on Tuesday night, I decided to go to church, just get my mom off my back. They were having an invitation in that church. If you didn't go to the altar, you was lost. Amazing. What if we had one of them today? If you didn't go to the altar, you was lost. That's what they thought. So I can't imagine nobody coming and praying for the friends. I can't imagine somebody not coming... And humble himself. And the Bible said he gives grace to the humble, but he resists the proud. So they were just that serious about it, Renee. Ain't we come a long way? Boy, we've come a long way. Amen. Bible said I, you need to go back to them old paths. You need to use a little common sense. God's looking. God's looking down out of heaven. I knew that they was going to come get me, them little women in that church. So what I did, I... I went on up front and I, I turned and I got on the front row and my uncle come by and prayed for me and he rebuked the devil away from my life long enough for me to see Jesus dying for me. And Jesus made it plain with me. It's all about me. It ain't about Brother Eddie this morning. It ain't about what denomination you're going to be. It's all about what you're going to do about this Jesus that loved you so much. It's all to do about you, but when you out there and won't nobody love you, and maybe only the one or two that still love you have gone, it's what you're going to do with that one that's going to squeeze you up like a dead Olivia. It's going to do what the world says. Well, I'd have never thought of that. <laughs> what are you going to do with Jesus? Would you stand? Lord, Lord God, thank you for Psalm 124. Lord, I was just so sure I was going to preach in Psalms chapter 1. Lord, 
how you direct it. I've looked around this place and I'm sure that everyone in this house needed that sermon just as bad as I did. But Lord, I'm so glad that you let us know today that you still love us just as much. And Lord, the fact that you'll love me in spite of me, in spite of all the things I've done and all the things I've done, that you still love me. In spite of the fact you'll even let me stand up here and preach for you, Lord, it's the most amazing grace that I've ever, ever came in encounter with. And because I know for a fact how much you love me and you done showed me now all these years, you done showed me, Lord, I don't have to work out whether I'm going to be here or not. I don't have to work out whether I'm going to be excited about Jesus or not. I don't have to work out whether I'm going to lift my hands to God or not. I don't worry about what that's going to make me look like if I get a little excited. Because, Lord, I know that at the end of the day that you're the only one, more than anybody in this whole world, that you're going to love me 